0: everybody what's going on it's jesse Lee. call me hashtag boss lee or the people's mentor and this is episode 260 of the show this is a question and answer it ends up being an awesome conversation and a lot of conversations about empathy and how i stretch to get better and Gosh, honestly, there's a lot. So I think it's going to be super beneficial. I think it's going to be something a lot of people probably need to hear right now. And I think you're going to like it. Uh, For some reason, I'm not able to look up reviewer of the show. So um, I don't know what that's all about, but I would love to. Maybe I can figure it out before I'm done introing this. But at any rate, if you want me to do a training with you and your team of at least 30 or more, email ask askaskjessylee at gmail.com. And we can get that scheduled. One of the most incredible things we can do over here is just share a lot of information. I've got an abundance mentality around sharing and coaching and teaching and training. And I'm excited to connect with more and more of you every single day. If you want to help me out, all I need you to do is subscribe to the show. Let some friends know about it, and if you are feeling so inclined, leave a five-star review. If you enjoy this episode of the show, if you want to screenshot it, put it in your stories and tag a friend, that would be incredible, incredible. And today's reviewer of the episode is MGZ77. This podcast is for winners. Five stars. Jesse Lee is a leader and motivates other leaders in this podcast. It is so relatable and gets me fired up. I'm not in a network marketing company, but the information in this podcast can transfer to any aspect of your life. Jesse Lee's energy is contagious. Thanks, Jesse Lee. If I'm honest, it does make me want to join your team, but it's not why I initially started listening to your podcast. I love it. I appreciate you. I'm so glad you guys are getting value out of this and, uh, let's keep it going every day. Love you guys. Enjoy episode 260 of the show. No, these are calls that are earned. So you always show up, you're always present. And so I'm excited to see what questions you have. I have a feeling you're pretty prepared. So I'm ready to go, go, go. All right. Let's
1: see. (laughs) What can I,
0: what can I answer for you,
1: Katrina? Okay. Um, first question, uh, what values are you committed
0: to? Ooh, that is a good question. People don't usually ask stuff like that. Okay, so first of all, if it's... I mean, I think it's very well known. I talk about it a lot, but I'm I'm a God-fearing woman. So for me, I like to build a business off of integrity. I like to build a business where I feel like... I'm helping people. I like to build a business where I feel like it's coming from a soul level where people don't ever have to question who I am or what my intentions are. Um, I like to lead from a place of just hope and love and prosperity and goodness and kindness. And I don't want anybody to ever say, oh, I saw this version of her. And then I saw her when she was doing this and she was a totally different person. Um, And so I guess all of that is all encompassed in just saying that I strive to always build a business based off of being a good person and in 2020 it, it just truly seems like it's almost easier said than done for some people and I'm like why like if it feels yucky don't do it if it feels manipulative don't do it if you have to hurt people to get to the top I don't want it like if if in order for me to have success I have to hurt you count me out mm-hmm. I'm not interested I want to bring people with me to the top the bottom's crowded We'll go to the top.
1: Exactly. That's right. It is. It is going to the top. And that's what I love about you. That's one thing that attracted me to the company and you was you were very honest and open and you don't hide anything. You're you're very honest. So I didn't feel like there was anything hidden in the background. You know, it was it was all up front. So I do appreciate that. Thank you.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and next question. Um, how and where do you find inspiration?
0: Mm. Um, probably always by learning and staying a student. I think you can learn from everybody. So to say I can't learn from you is crazy and a bold faced lie. You can learn from everybody from every walk of life. And I think that comes down to an empathy conversation where I just want to hear people's stories. I want to know what it's like to be you. And by doing that, it gives me a lot of inspiration because most of the time, quite frankly, it makes me want to change the world to be a better place because there, there is a lot that is not okay. You know, 2020 has been a crazy year, but one thing it's done is I think it's brought so much awareness to that people were just either unaware or blissfully unaware and ignorant of. Um, and so that gives me a lot of inspiration in, in kind of a twisted way to use my power and my influence for good because that just is who I am as a person. And then I read a lot. I read a lot. I develop a lot. I listen to a lot. Um, I'm always trying, I go to a ton of events. Like I spend a lot of time and energy into just trying to be a better version of myself and then surrounding myself with people that are way better than me. So people might look at me and say, Oh my God, she's so good. Right. 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 But like, I'm still not the best. I'm the best in network marketing. Okay, I'll give you that. But that's why I don't hang out with network marketers. I hang out with multi, 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 multi millionaires, some billionaires, you know, make me feel like a little short stack. Um, Because that, to me, shows me what's possible. And I think God did not put any of us on this earth to play small, yet so many of us are sitting on earth playing small. And, um, so again, like same thing, a lot of inspiration from, from the Bible, a lot of inspiration just from people who live the life that I want. And that might not be a financial thing. I like to spend time with people who are better than me spiritually, people who are better than me, uh, you know, emotionally people that are better than me physically people that are better than me Mm -hmm. mentally. Um, and by doing that, it stretches me to be inspired to just step into that more powerful version of myself for sure.
1: Wow, thank you. You're welcome. That's amazing.
0: That's a good question. You've got good questions. This is already so fun. Like, I do it. I was like, she's she going to come correct. Like, I already know she got questions. So I'm pleasantly surprised.
1: Thank you. I did a little research. I wanted to find something, some different questions. Okay. Um, um, if you knew what you know right now, and you were starting all over again today, mm-hmm. what would you do differently?
0: Um if I was starting all over again today and I knew everything I had that I know. Yeah. Um, what would I do differently was the question. Uh, you know, honestly, probably not much because I think I'm, am where I am because of where I should be. Uh, but at the same time, I think I would, I would probably trust myself even more. I think I would just, I would, I would, I would definitely push myself more. And what I mean by that is, when you push yourself and you rise to the occasion, you start to realize how good you are. So let me explain it like this. Quarantine happened, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it. I already felt like I was overwhelmed. I'm like the amount of Zooms I do every day, the amount of whatever. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm the hardest worker in the room, man. I'm dying over here. Right. And coronavirus hit. And I said, Oh my gosh, like, So now I can't tour, so I don't have to spend, you know, it shifted my time, my frame, my frame of mind with time. And so I say that to say, all of a sudden I said, let me see how many Zooms I can really do a day. Let me see how many calls I can do a day. Let me see how many follow-ups I can really do a day. Let me see how many more staff members I can hire to expand this. And so I started going hard. And when you, and it's the first week of quarantine, I don't think I'll forget until until the day I die. I was so exhausted, Katrina. I don't say this to be an exaggerator. I was up at 7 a.m. because I still had to get my workout in, my Kumba time or whatever. And I was booked back to back to back to back to back to back to back every single day. Because I do trainings for other teams as well, right? If they can get 30 or more people on a call, any company I get on the call and I train them and I launched that in my schedule. And it's still really crazy. But that first week I was averaging 14 zooms a day, like on top of still doing my DMOs. So still posting every day on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube podcast, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I, I was so tired by the end of that week I'm like I might die like I implemented tea times also so that was when I started that yeah. and then after that week I went oh so this is my new normal yeah. so I say that to say to you what what can you make your new normal if you actually show up because now that that's adjusted to my new normal now I'm like okay now where can I push it so at the time I'm just like telling the whole story for context I wasn't going to the gym because the gym was closed it was covid Mm -hmm. and now I'm like, let me do all of this and find out time to work out every single day. How can I do that? How can I, so now it's, okay, what can I do at the same time? Okay, I can pack trials and do tea time, same time. Boom, two birds, Mm -hmm. one stone. Okay, I can work out and personally develop. Boom, two birds, one stone. I can paint and go live. Ha ha, now I'm going, do you see what I mean? So you start to become a better version of yourself because you start to say, oh, so the version of me that was showing up as, whatever is not my best version of me what is my best version of me and again god didn't put you on the earth to play small so feel the uncomfortableness feel the uh, bleh, and just do it anyway and see what your life looks like because i promise you it'll change
1: oh yes certainly certainly that is amazing um we look up to you every day and we wonder how you get through the day we know ketones and all that helps but you you are a busy busy woman <laughs>
0: Right. But I, um, I think that that goes back to the empathy conversation, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, because everybody's busy. Yeah, You're busy. You have a family. You have a life outside mm-hmm. of this. Right. Mm-hmm. So for me to say, oh, yes, thank you for telling me how busy I am. <laughs> Put me on a pedestal. <laughs> like, I don't want to be idolized. You know, that's not I mean, it's just not me. I do appreciate being looked up to at the same time, though, like you're busy. You've got a life. And I think that if you lead like that and you understand not everybody has the same goals, aspirations as you, but you can be the pace setter. You can show people what's possible. I think that's when stuff really starts to shift for some people in a big, big way.
1: Oh, yeah, it does. It does. Thank you. Yeah, you do. You have to fit what you can in your schedule. But I do agree, you know. Corona has this time has really taught us how to readjust our schedule and reprioritize what is important and what we really can aspire to be past, you know, being at home or stuck at a desk or whatnot.
0: Yeah. A a quote I I really like is that priorities are never in conflict Uh, because -hmm. people are, Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't make it to whatever. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't start that business Mm -hmm. because it's just try saying it's not a priority. Try that mm-hmm. on for size is the languaging you use and see how that feels. You know? <laughs> um, because if yeah. it matters to you, you find a way. Right. You, you just do. Do. You do. You just do. I do. All right.
1: Um let's see. What's um which lead uh, which leadership skills were you the most were the most difficult for you to develop? Patience.
0: Like how fast I responded to that. Patience. <laughs> uh, no, I, um, I'm a Scorpio female through and through. I feel like sometimes those moons got me or the sun or whatever the heck they say about the stars. <laughs> but i don't know enough about it. But God, I used to snap at people. I used to be really aggressive. I used to be like, you don't want it bad enough. <laughs> That's no way to run a business, you know. And um, just having compassion for people in different walks of life. Uh, I look at our team and we've got to be the most diverse team in all of network marketing in every way, you know, and I say that just to say that comes with listening, that comes with understanding, that comes with saying, I don't know what it's like to walk a mile in your shoes, so teach me. And that required patience because I used to be like, I don't understand why you don't show up. Not listening to the fact, oh, well, sorry, I'm a single mom with four kids. Well, you know, I used to be very like, "Ah, so learning that and then learning how to um, just Speak to people. You know, easier said than done, I gotta tell you, Easier said oh, yeah. than done. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> Not everybody's the same, and, and
1: I'm sure that take took some time to, to adjust for that as well. Uh, here. Um how do you keep your feelings separate from your decision
0: making? Um, the best way to do that is to listen to two sides of a story before you ever respond. So the longer people are in business with me, it doesn't matter how close I am with you. I need to hear the other side. And this is really hard for people, especially when they're new to leadership, because they want to side with their friends. And when you're in business, you start to create relationships that are very much so deep friendships. You look at, you know, Brittany and Sydney, are, they're not at my house right now. They went to get us food, but people might think, oh, I, I don't want to talk to Jesse Lee about it. Cause she, she, she's really good friends with them. I can't talk to her about it. I don't side with them because it's them. If I do side with them, it's because I've heard every side of the story. But a lot of people are too scared to do that. And uh, I would just say, you've got to listen. You've got to slow down. You've got to not play favorites. You have to make the hard calls as a leader. And a lot of people are not comfortable doing that, not understanding that if you don't do those hard things, you're not building a long-term business because you're self-sabotaging the growth that, quite frankly, you deserve to have. But it'll never grow into something big if people can't trust you and can't come to you. I need every single person on the team to be comfortable talking to me and knowing that they can have a conversation that's not going to leave this conversation. I mean, not this because we're live, but like, (laughs) but they need to know that, you know, they need to know that they have somebody who really has integrity in their business and wants to help everybody grow, not just the select few that she's close friends with. Yes. And I love that
1: because I, I do, you know, we see you do lives with different members of the team. And, you know, if anybody has a question, granted, you know, you go to their upline, but I love that, you know, you're open, you know, we can come to you if we need to, or if we have a situation, you know, for sure. a lot of people don't get that, especially network marketing with for their sure. companies. Yeah. Um, so we do. appreciate sure. that. Love it. Um, let's see here. Next question. Um, how did you develop the skill of speaking
0: so engagingly in front of groups? Wow, great question. Thank you. Uh, it is with time, and I will tell you the biggest thing that helped me was Facebook Live, because you, your brain is multitask. I swear. This generation is going to have less Alzheimer's than anybody. I know it sounds crazy. I shouldn't make like a medical claim, but I say it because we are doing so many things. We're reading comments and staying on topic and being engaging and, 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 you have to get good. So I showed up and I went live over 700 days in a row to build my brand. And then I had never been on a big stage and I was schwitzing, I was so nervous. And Eric asked me to be on stage at GoPro most powerful women, even just a panel. And I was a nervous wreck. And I went up there and after I did it, and I mean, he asked random questions, which is so scary. We weren't prepared, right? So I'm like, oh my God, what's he going to say? He asked me some random questions. And then he said, okay, five minutes, go say whatever you want. I was, you know, I, I really was terrified. I was terrified. And then it came out of me like pouring lava out of my mouth And it was so good. I talked about haters, naysayers, lovers, whatever. I did this whole speech that, you know, ended up being really popular. And in that moment, when that was done, was when I realized it was because of Facebook Lives that I was that good. Because all I did was I thought, okay, what is something that I did on Facebook Live that went really well, that people liked a lot? Okay, okay, what do I need to say? What do I need to say? What do I need to say? And then it came out of me. But Mm -hmm. I wasn't a good speaker. I mean, you, it, it's time. You start to see people like when you inflect. People like when you get quiet. People like when you, uh, like they, you start to learn. You start to know how to slow down when you have something important to say. You start to learn how to enunciate. You start to learn all of these little things, but it's time. It's time and it's repetition. Time and repetition. Yes.
1: I agree. I agree. I remember the first time I went live and my kids were like, mom, don't be nervous. Think as if you're talking to yourself. You don't technically have an audience
0: here. They're in the Canberra. I, I like to say, <laughs> pretend you're talking to your best friend. Because if you're yeah. talking to yourself, who you know, you, your best friend, you're like, go, go, go. So yes, it's different true. than talking to yourself. I always say, look at that hole and think, oh, it's my best friend. That's a
1: good one. Yes. I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You got to take the leap. It does make you feel different after you do actually get through the first one. Yes. Thank you. Um, What one thing do you struggle with?
0: Oh, probably just always wanting more. You know, I just want to be better, bigger, faster, stronger, whatever. And it's not something that you can just decide to do. You know, it takes it's a process. Right. And so, but I remind people of that because people are like, I'm not where I want to be. I'm like, nobody's where they want to be, you know? So, but I mean, even as much as I say that, I, I wish I could go faster. You know, I wish I could control everything, but you can't, you can't.
1: Yeah. That's where patience comes
0: in. Yep. Yep. Good girl. Big Aww. stretch, big stretch. Wookie stretching. Oh. Sorry.
1: You're so cute. Oh, I see them all the time, but I can't, I just want to give them hugs. Oh, they're the
0: best good babies. So cute. Um, what book are you reading right now? Um, kindness something. I don't remember what it's called. The Kindness so- I don't know. I got a lot of books I'm reading. But uh, The Kindness, hmm, I don't remember. It's it's just about being a kinder person overall and the way that you can change the world by being kind. And again, empathetic. And whoa, holy smokes, dogs. Okay. Um, empathetic and and slow down to speed up. Uh, I wish I could remember what the book is called, but I'm reading a lot of books. I'm finishing Finally, Super Bosses. I read a lot of it and then just put it down. Um, and then around my house, if you come to my house, there's books open everywhere uh, because I'd like to have them open so I can just glance down and read a page here or there. But always reading, always staying a student for sure. Oh, yeah.
1: Yes, especially during this time. Some of us have more time than others. Read. Yes. <laughs> Um, all right. Next question. Have you ever thought of writing a book about network marketing or what uh, do you think and what do you think the title would
0: be? Uh, yes, for sure. I will eventually. I've actually started writing one just about systems that we have. I don't know what the title would be, but it'd probably be something really bold. So people were like, whoa, you know, no <laughs> income claims or something, but it'd probably be something. So people were like, ah, I need to do whatever she says to do. I'm going to get this book. I'm going to make some money. Let's go, let's go, let's go. But I'm very system-oriented in my training. And so I would, um, I'd like to come out with a book that, you know, has a, a good amount of our systems in there. I think that would benefit a lot of people.
1: Oh, yeah. Certainly. Certainly. They are amazing systems. Thank Love you. Love them. Um, mm. Oh, okay. Um, we had Empire U a couple weeks ago with tons of top marketing gurus and legends um, that uh, that helped out. Um, if you could add any person to the list of list of those uh, people that um, presented, who would that be?
0: Um, I mean, I'm excited about this. Trent Shelton's coming to my house on Sunday, so he's filming for our next Empire event. So I'll I'll give him some shout outs and props. But I would love to have Ed Milette. He seems to be one of those people who just is making themselves very hard to get a hold of. (laughs) Um, And then I found out the other day that Andy Forsella is actually following me on Instagram. So... I'm gonna utilize that to message him and be like, "So you want to come on a team training?" Uh, but but yeah, so there's a lot of people out there in the space. I would love Brene Brown, like that would be a moonshot kind of thing. I think she's incredible. I love Brene Brown, uh, and then in the same, you know, anybody like that that is just so sure of who they are as a person. And I'm sure there's speakers out there that I don't even know yet. You know, I mean, people don't know about me that much yet. I mean. It's this, you know, you, we think you, you know me, but in the grand scheme of things, uh, there's a big world out there. So, uh, but anybody really, I would be open to anybody who has a powerful message to deliver that can do it with conviction and passion and get, get to the point and then give directives. So
1: love it. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Um, what audio or video training do you recommend?
0: Um, so I would. I would listen to the People's Mentor podcast every single day. That would be my recommended audio training if you were a network marketer. <laughs> I
1: love it, love it. It's in my playlist every day, so I love it. I do listen. Um, my another question: How do you unwind since you are so busy?
0: I like massages, I like to work out, I like to do dance parties in the car, I like to drive the cars 130 miles an hour down the highway. I like uh, my dogs, dog cuddles, dog snuggles. I like personal development. I like taking trips, I'm obsessed with travel. Uh, Yes? Okay, uh, that's probably about it, I don't know. That would be, those are my (laughs) things. That's my decompressing, I like a good steak.
1: Yes, that is, I love steak. I wish I could get some more steaks. Um, Let's see. Next question. Um, Do you enjoy taking photos and doing videos or do you feel like obligated to do them?
0: Both. 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 (laughs) Yes. Like I like, the reason I think I like doing the photos so much and stuff like that is because I know that I'm going to have kids someday and I want them to be like, look at my mom. Oh my God. She was so hot. (laughs) I look just like my mom. Like, whatever. I know that sounds so stupid probably, but I don't care. You know, I want them to be like, she was so motivational. Look at her video. And I think that, especially when it comes to video, you know, I'll have great-great-grandkids someday that'll watch those videos and be like, my great-great-great-great-nana was the coolest. (laughs) So it's not that I want to do all the stuff I do sometimes. You know, I don't think anybody – people are lying if they say that they just – oh, I'm just successful because I do what I love. I mean, yeah, but you do stuff you don't love too. And those are the things that tend to get you results. So I'm sort of somewhere in there in the middle of, uh, I do it because I like it, but I like the results. I like the photos. uh, But at the same time, I'm like, man, do I really have to do this right now? Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. We all have to do those things we don't want to, but we do learn and and gain a lot from your videos.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that.
1: Uh, here,
0: yeah. who mentored you, Eric?
1: Wory? I thought you were gonna say Lisa Grossman, but no,
0: that is not my mentor, right. that is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: Eric is very vital. I was going through stuff the other day and found a box set that I have bought, oh gosh, probably six years ago. Of Eric, Worry's, um, it was a conference that. Had tons and tons of different um, speakers on it, and I was like, "Wow!" I said, "It's amazing how some things come full circle uh-huh. back around." And A lot does. We're still, you know, A he's lot an amazing, does. Yeah. amazing guy. He really is. All right, let's
0: go to Rick's question. <laughs>
1: I think that is all my questions. I didn't think I'd ever make it to the end of the list. <laughs> well,
0: it was a good list. I had a ton of fun on here. So I appreciate you. And uh, like I said, I'm super proud of you. You're always showing up and it does count. And it will definitely, definitely continue to pay off and pay off in big ways. So I appreciate your time. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. And-